Mike Dettelier on ESPN 105.9 The Zone, WWL Radio TV New Orleans. He joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. This segment is brought to you by Sound and Communications. Do you need a video wall for your law firm, for your company? Um, oh, gosh. Hospital? You name it. Video walls powered by SoundComAV.com. Sound systems for football stadiums, basketball arenas and gyms, or baseball stadiums. Sound and communications. SoundComAV.com. Mike D., good morning. What did you think about that football game last night? Uh, Well, it certainly wasn't exciting as what we saw New Year's Day. But, um, you know, I'll put this out on Twitter when, it, it, it popped in my head that, you know, when you have a lot of these really talented basketball on grass team, uh, they, they play uh, a real physical kick-ass team like Michigan. <laughs> you find out, you know, that um, the matching up of physicality is still important in college football today, winning up front. Uh, and I, I thought Michigan's ability to win in the trenches was the big deciding factor in that. You you find out real quick, man, when you don't match up up front and they affect your quarterback, and that's what happened last night. Michigan's pass rush and being able to get in the face of Michael Penix uh, really affected that offense. As, as good as Washington is, and their pitch and catch game is really good. Now, with Dylan Johnson not, you know, healthy, it took away a big chunk of their offense in wanting to run the football. But, man, Michigan's physicality won it, just like it did the week before mm-hmm. uh, against Alabama. They, they matched up against them, and they won that battle. They certainly won it last night against Washington, and it was the overriding factor. Mike Dettelier on the Out of Bounds show. Uh, Harbaugh, whether you like him or not and all his stuff, he is a phenomenal coach. You know this, Mike, being in the business. He won at San Diego. They don't even offer scholarships. He went to Stanford. They were god-awful. You know, built it from the ground up. That thing had been burned down. The 49ers were terrible when he walked in. And now with Michigan. I, I he he's one of the best, uh, regardless of him being polarizing and and so on. You agree? Well, he's he's a very good head coach. He understands how to win a certain way, and he does it. Okay, uh, his personality he ain't Watusi. Okay, he's a little bit off of that, but man, he his teams. Uh, look a certain way, win a certain way. And I think you've seen him coach his last game in college football. I I think now he said it to the pros, uh, way too many offers. And when the NCAA wants to get you, they're going to get you. And I think they they have him in their sights. And and we saw this before. Uh, We saw it years ago with Pete Carroll and USC. True. Uh, when they wanted to get Ole Miss a few years back, they got them. Uh, they went after LSU and Will Wade. They got them. So I think 
he's out of there. I think you've seen him coach his last game. He's a terrific coach. He is able to relate to today's players very well. And I think that's the important thing, Bo, that he's won at the college and pro level. Uh, There aren't a lot of guys that can say that. Jimmy Johnson did. Yes. But there are very few coaches that have been able to have that type of success in college and translate it into pros. Saban didn't. Spurrier didn't. Okay. They got a long list of those guys. He's been able to do it. Just a fantastic coach. But he's got a certain style of how to win. And he has not really moved away from that. Okay, so Mike Dettelier, NFL Saints LSU insider. Where where does he land? Raiders, Chargers? What what happens here, Mike D? I I've always sort of felt because he knows the area well that Chargers would be the number one spot. Now I gotta see the ownership of part of uh the Chargers pony up that type of money. If not, I think the Raiders would be uh, another spot for him. I don't know why I've always sort of felt he would end up out west, but, uh, you know, that's sort of where he got his crank up in his business. And, and you pointed out San Diego and Stanford 49ers, that that's where he would sort of return back. So I, I think if the money's right, why wouldn't you go to the Chargers? Got a quarterback already in place. They have one of the more talented rosters in the NFL. They just haven't won with all that talent that they've accumulated. Uh, I would look at that real closely before I go to Las Vegas, to be honest with you. When you have a quarterback in place, I think that that is such a big part of turning around a franchise because you can rebuild in the trenches, but man, to get that special quarterback is really difficult. Mike Dettelier talking Jim Harbaugh and where he could land with all these job openings. Um, Mike made a good point. Looks like he, he wants to go back out West. His wife's from there. He spent a lot of time there at San Diego and Stanford and uh, the San Francisco 49ers and was great at all three. Uh, now a national champion. And we'll see what happens here over the next few days. So that takes us. I'm already getting text on the text line. And we're going to ask Mike D about the Saints. All right, Mike. Um, you and I uh, exchanged text messages yesterday. Uh, Dennis Allen and the Saints win four or five, uh, nine and eight on an easy, easy schedule, though. But uh, Dennis Allen, uh, Miss Benson, and Mickey Loomis, he will be retained, Mike D. Yeah, I felt that. You know, he's going to survive and he's going to get another year there. Okay, if if he was going to be gone, wouldn't it have happened yesterday? <laughs> um, I've, I've always just sort of felt the way Gail Benson and Mickey run the Saints. They like continuity. Uh, they feel as though they want to keep things in place. And a lot of people feel different, but they they don't run the Saints. 
<laughs> you know, Gail and, and Mickey and Dennis Lauch should do. And so, as I told you yesterday on text, <laughs> he ain't going anywhere. And so Dennis Allen stays with the Saints. Woo. What happens with Carmichael? I think that's where the change comes in. I think that area, along with offensive line, um, you know, Doug Marone, he, he's coached a long time in the NFL. I wouldn't be surprised maybe he retire from the game. But uh, I think that's where the change comes in. That offensive coordinator along the offensive line uh, is where I think you'll look for the change happening. And that, you know, there's already a lot of rumors going around about them maybe trying to bring in John Gruden. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it. After a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to, and I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day, and that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. In some category uh, to help this offense. John's lawsuit uh, against the NFL is going to happen or maybe even some settlement with it sometime this week. And we, I've always felt there's no other way for him to get back in until he settles that lawsuit against the NFL. But once he settles it, then I think he would return back to the game. And uh, John did spend some time with the Saints in the offseason and in training camp. And they've had some discussion uh, with Gruden possibly uh, coming back to the NFL as an assistant coach in some capacity. Hmm. And uh, I know he's had a good relationship with Dennis Allen. Golly, I think I think Gruden is so overrated as an offensive coach, Mike D. I agree. God bless you. I, I'm glad uh, you said it, and I was going to say it too. Um, you know, I, I, I get, you know, the, the fanfare around him, but I, I agree with the part about being overrated 150% on that. Yeah. He's, uh, he's the Jimbo Fisher of the NFL or Jimbo's the Gruden of college football. Uh, they both won a title. Um, things really lined up and I just think they're both pretty average at, as OCs and play call. Wow. Well, Saints, what is your, you're down there in the heat of it. You've got the best show, the biggest show, you and Bobby uh, on the biggest station and all that. So what, 
like the the Saints fans up here, Mike, are not excited about. They ain't happy. Okay. Okay. I can tell you that it's probably ninety to ten. They they're not real happy about um, you know them keeping Dennis Allen as head coach. But you know we have sort of read the tea leaves and sort of hear certain things for over a month now that it led to this that Dennis wasn't going to go. Now, yesterday at his press conference, he said he hadn't been told officially that he's going to return. But what head, what head coach does a, a press conference on the Monday afterwards if he's going to get fired? Wow. Okay. Common sense tells you he's not doing that if he's leaving. No, you wouldn't think so. You're exactly right. Yeah. Right? Uh, so my thing about it is um, I think he does return for one more season. Gail Benson, again, I'm, I'll repeat this. I think she likes continuity. She doesn't like um, any sort of dramatic changes unless she's got to. So it all this sort of led us to say he would return. And I get the people's angst about it. Sean raised the bar here very high. Yeah. And when you win a Super Bowl and when you've went to um, playoff games as many times as Sean did, that's what the fans want and expect. And I and I get that because, you know, you play in the game to win and you play in the game to win championships. Now, this is three straight years. This team has not made the playoffs. There's a lot of anger out there from Saints fans, and I get it. Everywhere I go, I hear it too. I bet I you do. Everywhere. I, I can't imagine. You're you're one of the biggest Saints personalities, and you do a great job. I can't imagine everywhere you go, you're getting the feedback. Right? You're you're getting the pulse of the fan base, and I would think right now, running back Dennis Allen and Carr and this and that. Um, is just not very exciting. See, for Gail Benson, the checks still come in, Mike D, right? I mean, you're still going to make $500 million or whatever it is just from owning an, an NFL uh, franchise. Um, but running that back is, uh, wow, Dennis Allen's boring. I mean, I'm sure he's a good guy. You know him. But um, I guess the question for me to you is, do you think that Dennis can turn the corner and become a a, a playoff caliber Head coach might be. Well, they were real close this year, but it was with the easiest schedule I've seen in my lifetime with the Saints. Uh, they'll never catch another schedule like this again. Next year's look at that schedule. It is totally different from this year, and so man, it's it's going to be really difficult uh, to do. And they have one of the older teams in the National Football League. And I think, you know, this is going to be the tricky part of trying to get that franchise back, say, into the playoff hunt with what I would try to do is to get younger. Because there comes a point, wherever you look at it, because of salary and everything else, that you got to have a younger team. What has aided them is they need that superstar quarterback in the NFC South. 
that you had to go up against. Uh, there's not you one. You hear that long that long pause? That means they don't have one. <laughs> okay, they don't. Okay, and I give Baker a lot of credit. He he really was the surprise. Sure. In the N- NFC, how well he played this year, and uh, without him, the, the Bucks aren't going into the playoffs. Uh, Matt Atlanta, come on, you knew that wasn't going to work with Desmond Ritter or Taylor Heineke at quarterback. And with Bryce, he was going through the growing pains, uh, which we've seen from most rookie quarterbacks. C.J. Stroud is such the outlier in what he was able to do. And he was phenomenal this year. And I think what we saw in Houston has gotten overlooked to a certain extent of what type of rebuilding job D'Amico Ryans and what C.J. Stroud has meant to that organization. Bad ownership, bad front office. They've been all over the board, uh, you know, and these two guys come in and they turn this around so quickly. It is hard to do in the NFL, really hard. I don't see that in the NFC. And so that's why you've had a path here to keep yourself competitive because you haven't had that one team. You, you've had older teams, uh, Tom Brady in Tampa, Drew Brees in New Orleans, Matt Ryan in Atlanta. It, it's a total changeover now, both totally in the NFC South. And so I wouldn't say that they couldn't do it, but it's difficult because now some of your top players, Cam Jordan, God bless him, he's going to go into the Pro Football Hall of Fame one day. But we saw this year because of injuries and also, too, for the time, he wasn't quite the same player. Tyron Matthew goes down. Come on, but we, we saw him at LSU. He's one of the greatest college football players ever in the Southeast Conference. But he's not the same guy anymore. Uh, Demario Davis. Uh, he's had some injuries, wasn't quite as good as he's been the last couple years, still super effective, but he's getting up in age. Ryan Ramchak, uh, I think probably two years ago, arguably the best right tackle in pro football, man, he's dealing with a major knee injury. Yeah. And who knows what's going to happen on that part. You've got some major pieces of the puzzle here. And Michael Thomas, he ain't never playing another game with the Saints. Never. Uh, you got a lot of rebuilding to do. You have a lot. Atlanta's in better shape than the Saints. <laughs> because of the fact, they're younger. I think they're just a quarterback away. Mm-hmm. I, I really think that they're much closer to putting themselves in a position. And why Arthur Blank? Uh, it took him this long to figure out Arthur Smith wasn't going to do it. It's stunning to me. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, so, I, going into the season with Desmond Ritter, and I like Desmond. I, I've got to know him when he, he had come to Manning, and uh, I think he's a really good athlete. His consistency level, though, as a passer, uh, always troubled me uh, in watching him play at the pro level. But, man, look what's around them. Deshaun Robinson, uh, Tyler Algier, uh, Kyle Pitts, Drake London. Man, uh, give me that. And their offensive line is really good. I I think they've got a pretty good offensive line. 
And I thought Ryan did a good job this year defensively with the talent he had. And remember, they lost Grady Jarrett halfway into the season. Uh, arguably their best defensive player. Man, they are a lot closer than the Saints are. Okay. I it just, you know, so they're going to go, they, they need a youth movement, so a disruption of the roster with an unproven coach who hasn't proven that he's a playoff, you know, worthy NFL head coach. And that's hard. It's hard in this league to, to go to the playoffs. But that, to me, is not a recipe. That's not the gumbo recipe for success. No. And, Bo, here's, here's the thing, too. You had a lot of people say the team quit on him. My thing is that's a bunch of horse hockey. You don't win four to the last no, five games fair if enough. your team quits on you. Fair enough. So I, I do give him credit there that when, man, the ship got rocky in seas, so to speak. Yeah. They were able to, to kind of straighten it out. Now, it was a bad game against the Rams on that Thursday night game. And I always sort of think about this. When you have a little older team and you play on a Sunday and then you play again on a Thursday, mm, it affects them more. It affects them more. Mm-hmm. Man, that's a short time frame to get ready to play. And uh, and the Rams were just hot. And I think other than what I've seen, so to speak, in Houston, what Sean McVay did with the Rams was phenomenal this year. Um, most people didn't know who the hell uh, Puka Nakua was. Okay, he did go to the senior bowl, and he put up some great numbers at BYU. They didn't know who he was. What Curran did at running back, he was a good player for Brian Kelly at Notre Dame. But, man, he's become a football player. But how quickly they were able to piece together, I think, I'd say a slightly above average defense. They're winning with offense. And Matt Stafford coming back from a major injury, to play like he did, Sean McVay did a fantastic job, and it was all chips in. They won a Super Bowl. Then you had to dismantle, and he was able to do so. Now he's got a much younger team today than he did three years ago. And, man, Sean McVay can coach, flat-out coach, to utilize and hit on that young talent across the board. Uh, was so impressive to watch this season. Really, really was. Yeah. And to watch the Rams. And I'm not just talking about the last game because, you know, with the 49ers, that, they weren't really playing for anything. No. But how he got this team back into the playoff hunt and into the playoffs, there's nobody that picked that. No one before the season picked the Rams uh, to play this well and be a playoff team. No one. They've done a great job. Uh, Sneed and, and McVeigh. Uh, Mike D., thank you so much. Mike Dettelier, WWL Radio TV New Orleans. Um, at Mike Dettelier on Twitter. He joined us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Uh, Mike D., enjoy Super Wild Card Weekend, and we'll, we'll talk next week, buddy. The best week of pro football playoff-wise. Always has been. Thank you. I agree. I can't wait. Thanks, Mike D., uh, he joined us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Dennis Allen coming back. Uh, what will they do with Carmichael? And as Mike D said, you've got uh, Cam Jordan. You've got uh, Demario Davis, who I love. He's been in the studio. 
an absolute dude, Brandon Mississippi, um, and several others that you're just old. And so is this the recipe for success? You just had the easiest schedule in the history of the franchise. And you went 9-8 and eight but didn't make the playoffs. Now you got a, a youth movement with an unproven coach. And you may bring in John Gruden, who I think is wildly overrated. So you mix all that up. I don't think that's the crawfish etouffee of, like, five-star playoff worthy. So you're just going to run it back again, try to retool the roster, and see if you can make the playoffs. We'll see. The Out of Bounds Show is driven by your next Nissan Pathfinder and Nissan Rogue at Cannon Nissan in Jackson.